0: You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam-Eric Rutman.
1: Hello. um, Here from uh, the... The Finnish capital, Helsinki, and uh, we are doing our first Instagram live with my friend Abed Butt. Uh, we're going to talk about the hospitality and travel and see what's going on. Ah, there's Abed. How are you doing? i
0: ah, very well. Thank you. And you, sir.
1: Very good indeed. You see, this works very well. We can uh, connect uh, nicely here on Instagram.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, it, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we... Uh, are live on Instagram because there are is a big constituency that likes this platform so I'm glad that we're able to connect with them certainly our our uh, regular episodes on hospitality talks are there and and people can always look at them through our groups on Facebook or LinkedIn and and of course all the episodes either on uh, YouTube or Wherever they get their their podcast, but uh, this is great that we are connecting here
1: yeah, let's say hit low, some friends. I think you have Dan and Evans. he says hi, hi, Abbott it's been a while. Hope all is well, my friend so hey,
0: Danan, how are you so Good. I'm glad that you were able to join us
1: yeah, then Danan, if you like our uh, this event, you can share with your friends and invite them to join while we are talking so there's a way to spread out uh, uh, the news we are life today.
0: So, it, uh, uh, Sam, it, unfortunately with the latest news on the new variant, travel and tourism and hospitality is uh, uh, um, up in arms again. Uh, it's uh, just as we think that we are approaching the end of this pandemic, or we coming out on the other side, a new variant comes in. So uh, uh, hospitality particularly is having to pull out uh, uh, some of the the learnings from last year as to how we can survive, because for a lot of the destinations, this holiday time period is the peak travel time. Uh, What have you been hearing?
1: Well, I just talked to a friend of mine in Malta or Malta and uh, because the the as a, as an island they are 94% vaccination vaccinated and of course they are, they are relying on on tourism a, a great deal it's a be a big contributor uh, to to the country's uh, well-being and the people people's jobs and uh, so i got the very short answer from my friend says that we got 10 bookings and then we got 10 cancellations <laughs> So it's, uh, it's, it's very tough for them. And, uh, they, for anyone who has not been to, to Malta, it's a place to visit. It's really beautiful. It's a historical, particularly Valletta, and they have a lot of festivities going on during this festive season. So it, of course, it's a, it's a challenge for them. Uh, but also, uh, if you're looking at e- Europe or EU, then EU is willing to, uh, put some, uh, stricter, uh, Ways that uh, in order to enter your Euro- European Union or the EU countries, uh, you need you need to show uh, that you have taken your uh, Corona. Uh, so you basically it's a Corona pass that you need to show. Uh, the decision has not been made, but uh, I think this is uh, I think it's coming very very soon, uh, and uh, I think this is a very important part for anyone traveling uh, in in here in in the Nordics, for instance. Uh, you have. Uh, in Norway, with the restaurants, uh, they require you to register in advance that you're going to the restaurant so they can then contact you in case somebody has got the virus while you were dining. Of course, uh, goes without saying, it's a, uh, both uh, in Finland and Sweden and Norway, and I think also in Denmark now, you have corona passes that you need to show if you go to a restaurant. But there is an exception, of course, for instance, Finland, you don't need to show a, a Corona pass if you're going to the pharmacy or you need to go to a libra- or library or there is a post office, you know, there's certain things you, that's not the issue the issue is more like bars and restaurants. And typically Finland, uh, there is now, of course, we are, we enjoy to have a few drinks now and then. So there you have to close the bar by 5.00 PM, no service after 5.00 PM. If you don't have a Corona pass policy, meaning that, that the customer need to show uh, the QR code uh, from the corona pass i was also planning of uh, sharing uh, something about uh, the three best tours of european christmas markets and uh, before now before i went live I, I decided to go to the website to double check again that uh, how, how are these uh, beautiful trips to visit the most beautiful uh, historical christmas markets in europe which basically is in germany and austria you actually take a cruise on a the, on the river. And uh, I went to the website to just double check again, and they, they had canceled it. So many of these special trips that has been organized relating to the festive season has been canceled. And there's also cancellations of uh, Christmas markets, in fact, because that was a major uh, tourist attraction and attraction for, uh, for people living in these historical cities. But in, in Helsinki, we have a Christmas market. And uh, uh, if you are if following me on Instagram, come and see me at uh, Instagram Reels. I will be doing uh, visits to the Christmas market and take a few shots there. So you get a feel of what, what I see at the Christmas market. But uh, yeah, this is uh, really what, uh, how, how I see uh, Europe. It's changing day by day, in fact. It's very difficult to predict uh, you need a crystal ball and you still can't predict what, what's the next step. But I think it, of course, is uh, has taken us, uh, maybe not as a big surprise, but uh, one on the positive side that uh, we are uh, better prepared, if you are in the business, better prepared to deal with this very challenging situation. And how about you? How do you see it in the U.S.?
0: Well, uh, Sam, uh, to your point, uh, I think you're spot on. Uh- it is changing by the hour. And and you can understand that because a lot of the governments are trying to protect their citizens. And as the information becomes available, people are constantly adapting and adjusting to it. The problem that it creates for the travelers, particularly for cross-border travel, that it's ever-changing. You don't know how to plan. so. Whilst we might have planned our holiday or vacation time 30, 60 days in advance, well, you can't do that anymore because the travel restrictions might have kicked in or the destination that you were going to uh, visit, a lot of the businesses might or might not be open there. So the 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 critical thing I think that travelers need to be cognizant of is be very flexible. Find the most direct route from point A to point B so that you will avoid another jurisdiction with possibly different set of rules. Make sure that you deal with the airlines and hotels that have provided you flexibility on changes and cancellations because. That's the world we are living in. Uh, so be be prepared for a bit of disruption in your trip and allow for a little bit of time so that you not, uh, you know, if I have to be in a particular place tomorrow, maybe I want to give myself an extra day so that if, should something happen, that I can uh, still get there on time.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you would want to give a little some, the, you mentioned all the really top tips for somebody who is planning a trip for the holiday season. Number one is to be flexible uh, the, uh, in your travels. Uh, number two, that you are uh, booking a flight that takes you directly from aid to the destination where you're planning of going. And then uh, third part is that uh, uh, for the uh, airlines and the hotels you were planning of staying, that they have a cancellation policy, that you also have a or refund policy that you're able to get some refund uh, and, or we can postpone your trip for another time. Was there anything else that we should uh, tell our viewers that uh, to pay attention to? uh,
0: Look, just to be on the safe side, depending on uh, uh, how many bases you want to uh, cover, Uh, for example, uh, make sure your uh, health insurance is going to be covering the areas that you're visiting. If you are really concerned that you've spent a lot of money on your vacation and the cancellation policies do not favor these changes, maybe consider travel insurance. So uh, you will be covered as a result of that. But to be honest, personally speaking, I think at this juncture as a consumer, I think airlines are being more flexible. Hotels are being more flexible, but it's just a matter of making absolutely certain that uh, uh, everybody in that entire journey is focused on making sure that we are uh, okay for the possible changes that could occur. Um, Also, continue to look at uh, your uh, government's uh, uh, advice on the particular destination as to how they view it, and and the embassies in their destinations, how well-equipped they are, particularly for the cross-border travel. I think that's going to be critical. Again, the the unfortunate thing is that every country, every geography is trying to do these differently, which makes it very difficult to find out What the rules are? You might go on the website, and website has not been updated yet, or you plan according to what the website says, and by the time your trip comes in, the information is different. So it it is you got to be staying on top. Good thing is, unlike when the pandemic began, Sam, as you know, we are far better prepared, having dealt with this pandemic for nearly two years now. We far better prepared with the. Uh, A quick testing and and, uh, having some of these tests available uh, where people can do it on their own. You don't even have to go to the clinics. Uh, All that stuff is being done and airlines are starting to do it so that the the confidence, travelers' confidence would be much higher. Most of the people uh, uh, are uh, already vaccinated and now even the booster shots are being administered. So That gives people more confidence that they are going to be safe and they're able to uh, travel.
1: Yeah, great, great points. Uh, We have some uh, new viewers here. We have Sabia uh, Faroqi. I'm sorry, I apologize. My pronunciation is uh, not very good. But hi, uh, warm welcome. And any questions or any comments you have, just write down me and we will will talk about it. It will be great if we can have a conversation with everyone who is joining us today.
0: Well, it's, I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, a lot of people uh, have connected. Uh, Sam and I have talked about coming onto this platform in addition to our regular uh, episodes that we do on uh, hospitality talks, and I'm glad that we're live and, and uh, able to uh, join our, our group of people that like this industry and that like travel.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a question now for all of you who are viewing now. Uh, what are your plans for the, for the Christmas holidays or for this festive season? Are you staying home or are you traveling at this time? Let us know. We would be like to know how are you planning your, your, this holiday season. It would be great information to share. because we well, all, And Abid, how about your festive season? What, about, what are your plans?
0: Oh, well, Sam, just to to give you a quick update, because last week in U.S. we celebrated the Thanksgiving, which is typically the highest travel uh, uh, period in the year, bigger than the Christmas period. And Thanksgiving time period, uh, uh, the airports and and uh, uh, roads and tolls and bridges recorded the highest traffic through. Uh, so some of that talks about that people do have a bit of confidence. Some of it also talks about, uh, corona fatigue. Everybody's tired of being, uh, uh isolated, tired of being, uh, uh, locked in and, and they do want to go visit. Now that most of the people have been vaccinated, but, uh, uh, unfortunately this, this uh, latest variant has created a bit of an issue. We, uh, personally speaking, we are going to be staying in this year, uh, even though we would love to be uh, uh, out and about. But because of some of the uncertainties, uh, we are going to be uh, uh, staying in and maybe go to a drive type of thing so that you can decide on the last minute uh, to be able to get away. Uh, But uh, I'm sure by the, the, the first quarter, we will know about this variant far more at, at least world health organization and and some of the scientists are saying that that this variant is not as uh, deadly as they might have originally thought uh, so that's a good news hopefully our our efficacy of our vaccines will continue so people can uh, stay safe but Lot more to come.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, it's quite interesting. But then, when we're looking at things from there, you may there are some uh, businesses in hospitality and travel that has done extremely well. And you mentioned uh, some homestay. Could you share a little bit about what you learned about this?
0: Uh, Well, look throughout this pandemic, one segment that has fared extremely well. And in hindsight, you can understand why that would be, is the homestays, the uh, platforms like Airbnb or VRBO or or One Fine Stay, they have done extremely well. And I guess, uh, unlike going to a typical hotel where you might be in a building or dealing with other people, you go to a homestay where you can uh, feel comfortable, nobody else is going to be coming through that, and you can be in in the bubble with your family or friends that you are taking the time off. And that that has worked out very well. The demand on those platforms is uh, at an all time high, uh, particularly during this uh, holiday time period. So if you've been able to secure (laughs) your stay with one of these platforms, uh, that is terrific. But a lot of people that are, are trying to get something at this point, uh, most of those those uh, uh, platforms are showing no availability.
1: Yeah, that's 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 terrific. Um, uh, it's very interesting that uh, uh, when we have talked with some uh, previous uh, episodes on hospitality talks, we talked about uh, uh, what was it called prescribed hospitality, meaning that the people booked in advance uh, uh, with the hotel that they were what the, what the requirements are, and because they didn't really want to meet anyone. On the arrival or, or during the stay, so they just have, just have uh, booked everything in advance, uh, so they can be in, in their own little bubble for their with the family for the holiday.
0: Uh, absolutely, uh, uh, because uh, look, not only for your own sake, but for uh, as a civic duty, you want to make sure that you are enjoying your time off as safely as possible. So, being in the bubble with your family and friends in a smaller gathering, it's uh, obviously far easier to protect yourself and protect your loved ones as opposed to being the bigger gathering. So uh, uh, that, that clearly uh, makes sense and people are leaning more towards uh, alternative accommodations as opposed to typical hotels. But a lot of the leisure destinations continue to do well, uh, barring that, that uh, borders aren't closed or, or governments are allowing people to visit. Uh, but as we uh, started out the conversation, it is changing every hour. So do be cognizant of that so that uh, you don't get caught uh, um, uh, not not knowing that things have changed.
1: Yeah. One thing I was uh, also uh, reading about is that um, the challenges hotels have in budgeting for 2022 because of the uh, figuring out uh, what the baseline is. Uh, any, what do you think about that situation, looking at the, the hoteliers who really have to find a way to make that uh, the numbers work for 2022?
0: Well, Sam, uh, uh, my sympathies for hoteliers that are trying to project and budget for uh, the next year, uh, quite keenly uh, I have always said this, our industry spends an inordinate amount of time trying to budget and go through this uh, exercise uh, that the day that it gets approved, it's already outdated at the best of times. Under the circumstances that we're living in, it is virtually, uh, you gotta be an oracle to be able to uh, project what it's going to look like. So you end up coming up with 20 assumptions then you project, and by the time somebody is looking at it, those assumptions are no longer valid. So, uh, if possible, I know it's easier said than done. Quite kindly, instead of spending hours and hours and hours and hours on on trying to come up with projections, do the best you can uh, uh, without trying to be so super super sophisticated. But spend time on attending to how to operate during this pandemic, and how can we gain confidence of the traveler because that'll pay more dividends than anything else.
1: Absolutely. Well, I want to give a shout out to Yenna Ahonen from Studio Puisto. Hi, Yenna. Good to see you here. Uh, if you have any questions relating to travel and hospitality, just write down in the comments and let us know what your questions are. And then we have Supervate. I think that's from South Korea. Welcome. Good to see you here also. So. We have a few more viewers. That's really great.
0: Well, that's terrific. Uh, it, uh, I'm glad to see that uh, folks from around the world have uh, connected with us. And, and uh, uh, for those of you who have not seen our platform on uh, uh, YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever you get your, your podcast. Please do have a look uh, when you go there, please subscribe to our channels, uh, be, become part of the conversation because uh, uh, quite kindly, since things are changing so fast, it is great to uh, get actively engaged in a conversation so that we can all learn from it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I was looking at the numbers for uh, the travel numbers and where the, which are the popular destinations in in Finland. Uh, besides uh, Helsinki and Tampere which is the uh, second largest city uh, they just opened a new ice hockey uh, rink or actually a multi-purpose events hall Uh, so the people have been traveling there but then also Lapland the Arctic Lapland uh, it's a little bit nippy there now it's about minus 25 celsius so uh, (laughs) but uh, people are still booking because in in Lapland uh, you don't really have to stay in hotels. You can stay in also what we call the homestays or people are uh, renting out their chalets or, and so on. So you can have a very a wonderful experience in, in, uh, in your own bubble, uh, watching the Northern Lights. But I have to give a plug to a hotel that uh, uh, Studio Puista designed, which is called Arctic Treehouse Hotel, which is in Rovaniemi. So anyone who to see something a little bit magical, uh, that's something that we have done in, in the Arctic uh, Lapland.
0: Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. You know? in, in in Sam, that goes. We were uh, talking about some of the trends earlier, quite kindly. These types of destinations, where there is vast open spaces, so that, that you're not amongst a big crowd, and these kinds of accommodations, um, glamping, for example, is at an all-time high. Uh, yes, uh, people are looking for different experiences and uh, to to go out to these uh, um, open savannas and, and be able to experience the nature more. So that is uh, uh, another one of the trends that we have to be uh, closely watching out for and see how that comes together.
1: Yeah, I mean, we see that uh, at, the, at the Studio Puisto, for instance, that uh, uh, we have a lot of requests for these kind of... Uh, uh, projects that are uh, most they can be in 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 a very isolated places. There is a a, a small a product called Space of Mine, which is an individual unit that you can uh, take a helicopter and drop it on on uh, on the on the top of the mountain, and and it's a very small space. But the, those are things that people are asking for nowadays. So it's quite interesting.
0: And in, in a lot of the, the investment entities, I think, are interested in investment opportunities like that, because that's where the biggest growth is, uh, uh, appears to be, at least from a demand side of it. Uh, since it's still a relatively a new segment, the demand is fabulous. Uh, and, and a lot of the investment entities are looking for opportunities in this sector.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, if you have any questions while you're uh, viewing our chat with Abid, uh, just write down in the comment, even a high would be great. We appreciate that. Uh,
0: and, and if we miss you in this, uh, this particular uh, 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 event, please send us a message on our YouTube platform or through LinkedIn or through uh, Facebook. Uh, again, we would encourage An active engagement so that we can all collectively learn from different parts of the world. I know as the pandemic began, uh, Sam and I were uh, talking to some of the folks that were based in China and how China was dealing with this pandemic and how they were able to get it under control where some of the hotels and restaurants were uh, operating again. Um, I think the other thing that is in huge demand is. The uh, travel tech sector, a lot of the new things are being planned and, and proposed so that some of the pain points that are being created as a result of the pandemic, hopefully the tech would be deployed to remove those pain points from uh, travelers and users.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was one of the interesting things that uh, but, but changed after when the corona hit was that the hotels and hospitality companies were reluctant and were postponing the investment on on this uh, technology. And, uh, and if there had not been a corona, they were taking another 10 years before they have put the money in there because they wanted to wait until the next guy has checked uh, uh, whether it works. But uh, suddenly things changed extremely quickly and now everyone has jumped onto it. and uh, and, uh, and I think the great thing is that you... You learn while you're using it, and and then and also the tech companies are improving and updating the apps, and which is very important. And, and that's really one message I have for any hotels: you have to update your services and your products the way the apps are up to updating their their system. Because we we are notoriously known for doing the, the same old stuff over and over again.
0: Well, look in in, in, in defense of our clan, Sam, the hotelier clan. I- well, we we obviously not uh, techies, uh, so we we use it. We use it as a technology, but to be honest, most of the time we don't understand it. Uh, most of the time we use it begrudgingly, but uh, it, it is very very important because that's where the consumer is residing. So if we want to connect with the consumers and be able to engage with them. It is critical that the information on these platforms is uh, kept up to date.
1: Sure, and and review again every touch point along the, what we call the customer journey. What happens to the during the time before the customer arrives until they have returned home from the visit? You know, there is always some new stuff that you can you can add and to to create this surprise effect for for your customer.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's, it, it we're keeping an eye on the the customer needs is going to be critical because it's it's constant communication Uh, because of the uncertainty in travel the consumer is looking to get the information as quickly as they possibly can so it it is important that uh, you are able to respond to their their uh, questions otherwise it creates additional anxiety. It, it, the confidence level goes down. Um, so it is really important that we we uh, uh, are cognizant of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So it, uh, uh, also, if I may uh, ask uh, the folks that have joined us today, we always interested in finding out the topics that we should undertake and speakers that we sh- uh, can invite to our platform to share the- their expertise and their experiences. So uh, please, please do let us know uh, if there is anything specific that you would like to for us to bring together, um, any particular speakers that you think will be good for us to approach, for the next couple of sessions, we're going to focus on sort of the recap of uh, how the hotels are uh, forecasting to finish their year and how the costs, uh, different costs have been fluctuated and where the challenges might be. Uh, plus, we're also going to be talking about um, the the customer experiences as to what that looks like in, 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 uh, during this pandemic and the new trends. So uh, please be on a lookout for the next couple of uh, episodes of Hospitality Talks until the end of the year and then uh, uh, on to uh, uh, the next year. And I can't believe that we're going to be talking about next year already.
1: Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? How many episodes have we done? Okay.
0: We we we've got nearly, I think, 70 or 80 episodes that uh, we have done, but uh, the, the uh, quite kindly, Sam, as you know, because we typically have three different speakers with three different lenses on the conversation, and they're not always the same points of views. Uh, if you look at all the speakers that have uh, come to our platform, I think it's well over 150.
1: Yeah, that's no, yeah, it's amazing. And it's from it, around the world from from uh, uh Asia, uh, Africa, Middle East, Europe, US, Australia. So we have uh, we covered very well.
0: Yeah, it 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 really has been um a lot of fun and thanks to those that joined the platform as speakers because without them uh, obviously there would be no platform and also thanks to our viewers that yeah. that continue to join live and or uh go back for the replays because the uh you know you see the numbers continuously uh go up so it's been it's been terrific
1: but also we have uh, because we also do it as a podcast uh as a hospitality talks uh in Spotify Anchor FM which is owned by Spotify so you can find us there. It's not only there, but any uh, podcast channel, you can just uh, put a search on hospitality talks and that's where you find every single episode also in a podcast format.
0: And I think that has made a, a huge difference, Sam. Uh, uh, as much as uh, people like to look at our video, <laughs> <laughs> I think they like more what we have to say. And... and uh, a lot of people are going to Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever channel they, or whatever platform they use. And, and uh, we see the the uh, numbers going up on those platforms.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we have been uh, having a nice chat for about a half an hour. Is there anything else uh, we should add before we uh, say bye-bye for this time?
0: Well, look, just a huge, huge, huge uh, thanks to people that joined us i think it was a lot of fun and it's a, 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 a short quick version of uh what what is the latest and what's going on um we will do this uh i guess on a regular schedule so be on a on a lookout uh, we will announce it in, in advance and we will do this on a regular schedule just as a quick update a quick snapshot so uh, please do join us for the next one and look forward to connecting with you then.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on The Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, the Show Blueberry.net, where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or via RSS so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you find value in the show, we appreciate a rating in Apple Podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, That will help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.